So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 82 for November 27th, 2016. My name is Nathan Reaton Spruth, and joining me this week we have Jerry Parallax Abstraction Corcoran. Yellow. And we have Connor, Connor, Andrew Aroa McFain. Hey everybody, it's Connor. I like (laughs) uh, computers and I program. (laughs) Shadow. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's good. That was a that was a bad imitation there. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, as always, we're going to start with what games we played this week. What games have you been playing, Andrew Roa McFain? I've only I've only played Skyrim. Really? Now you hate Skyrim. Since when? I don't know. I thought I thought maybe you did. No, so, no. I uh, I've played every Elder Scrolls since Morrowind. All oh. two of them since then. Uh, <laughs> Oblivion and, and Morrowind. Oblivion yeah, and You're playing uh, the, the new one, I take it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. When, whenever I saw that uh, Special Edition was just in my account, I I was like, yeah, I'll get back into Skyrim. And I'm, I'm playing a thief for the first time. Yeah, me um, too. Me too. And wow, pickpocketing. What What even is that? It is really, really broken. It's always a... Uh, How do they work? Uh uh, bows, bows are pretty nice. That's John has always played an archer, and I'm probably gonna have to do some archery stuff because it's not practical to sneak up on everybody yet. Especially when but, you have, especially when you have multiple enemies in the yeah. same room. Yeah, but it's just so silly that I can just steal people's clothes off of them while they're walking around. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Or, uh, or like poison them by putting stuff into their. Yeah, I can. I, you can. You can kill people by just shoving poison up their ass. Like it doesn't make any sense. Or uh, well, My it's kind of like thing Fallout. Thing to yeah. do in a Bethesda game was still in Fallout Three when, uh, and there was actually an achievement for this, which was sneaking up on somebody, putting a grenade in their back pocket, and then backing away, and it would just explode in their pocket. They so they'd just be walking and just. That's amazing. That yeah, it was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was always fun. Uh, you could do that in pretty much all the Fallout games, though, even the originals. I think. Yeah, yeah, you could. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so just Skyrim for you. What games have you been playing? Playing Parallax. Uh, well, I finished up uh, Mafia Three this week. Uh, I noticed finally, that. which became a quite a slog near the end. Uh, Really, really good story in that game. Uh, really cool story. Really good acting. Really good writing. The game is bad. Um, I'm probably going to write a review of it, but uh, it's just, it feels like, I think I said this last week, it feels like an open world game from 10 years ago uh, in terms of how it plays. It's just, it's a huge open world whose only real purpose is to find collectibles that don't have much purpose and is a vector to get from A to B. They could have taken that story and I think put it into a series of much more interesting linear missions and it would have been much more fun. Instead, I spent 30 hours on a game and probably 20 of that was just filler. 
Yeah, um, I, I gotcha. It, it's too bad because I really liked the first two games. And even though the second one had a similar problem where it had the open world without much to do in it, it felt better contained and just felt like there was it felt like there was a lot less of that like downtime nothing period than there is in this one. And it's uh, it just feels like they, you know, they spent open world money to make this thing, but they didn't have to to do the same to serve the same function, I think. But yeah. But I got that done. Um, I wanted to play. So right now, I don't know if it still is, but on the Windows Store of all places, right now, the uh, first episode of the Telltale Batman is free. Uh, I decided I'd give it a try. I didn't actually get to play it yet, but I'm curious about that. I know you generally said you you thought it was it was decent. Yes. Um, I'm kind of burned out on the Telltale formula a little bit, but uh, but I figured I'm curious to give it a shot because I'm you know I like to see a different kind of Batman story or whatever. So I'm doing that. And uh, I played today. The video is actually uploading as we speak. I did another video today on this indie game that I discovered after the fact was made by one guy uh, in Ottawa where I'm from, uh, which is unusual. We have a game dev scene here, but not a huge one. Um, It's a game called small radios, big televisions. Um, Oh yeah. It was put, yeah, it was put out by Adult Swim, so I'm always interested in kind of anything they make because they tend to put out some really, like, weird and different things. Uh, It's basically a, it's an exploration puzzle game is the best way to put it. Um, You know, it it has puzzle solving in it, but you have to see this thing to under, see and hear this thing to understand just how cool it is. It's absolutely soaked in this really awesome style uh, that this guy has. It's made, the guy's, (laughs) the the guy's development, it's one man development studio is called Fireface, which I think is amazing. Um, and it's a really he has this very cool like eighties uh, looking sort of blown out colors, uh, very synthwave type thing that he does. He actually did everything for this game himself, including the music. And um, you'd have to see it to understand, but it's uh, it's a short indie game. It's like ten bucks, and it's uh, it's apparently not super long, but it's uh, a puzzle game that has this weird sort of a little post-apocalyptic narrative behind it that it doles out to you between the the levels. It, it, I had no expectations of it. I got offered a code for it and I just looked at footage of it and I'm like, this looks nuts and cool. I'm going to try it. And uh, I actually was really, really surprised by it. I'm probably going to finish it. That's good. Um, That's but my good. video's uploading now. It'll be going up tomorrow morning. So the 28th of November, and uh, you can see a lot of it in there, but it's, uh, it's quite something. It doesn't look like it's selling very well on Steam. It has a pretty low peak player count, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's very interesting, and uh, yeah, I've been playing. Other than those, I've been playing Rainbow Six Siege every night with some coworkers. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm still mentioned... terrible at that game, but I still yeah. quite enjoy it. And I bought the, I bought a cheap season pass for it too, which was cool. Oh, good. So uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about a video that you put up. So how many views is your uh, your what? What was it called? I forget what it was called. But that well, uh, it, the, console. I, I'm now calling it my Retro Bit Generations video. But the title is "Do Not Buy the Retro Bit Generations: A Retro Flashback Rant Review." Um, that went up uh, a week ago today, actually, and as of right now, it, it I'm still beside myself. It is up to eleven thousand eighteen views, has three hundred and three comments and one hundred and eighty likes. And to put that in context, a decent video on my channel maybe does 120 views if I'm lucky. Yeah, I know how that um, goes. So, <laughs> yeah, this thing. I, well, so the reason this blew up was a couple of things, which was that uh, number one, a lot of YouTubers for 
I don't know why, but a lot of YouTubers have been heaping high praise on this thing that it does not deserve. And I think the fact, I think my video stood out because it's one of the few on YouTube that is blatantly saying, don't touch this thing, it's crap. But for also for whatever reason, I discovered this week that if you type retro bit, at least it was the case, I don't know if it still is, if you type retro bit generations into Google, my video is at the bottom of the first page of results. Oh, nice. Couldn't tell you why. <laughs> uh, SEO. No idea why, because SEO, people have why. done videos on this who are way more popular than I am, but... <laughs> Maybe you had better um, tags. Well, I've been told lately from stuff I've read that tags almost don't matter anymore. It's mostly titles that that get the attention. And I mean, my title is slightly enticing, but not compared to some of the clickbait garbage that's on YouTube. So keep in um, mind that Google will cater your results to your own history, though, as well. That's true. That this is true as well. I had a well. The reason I found out about this is a coworker was the one who told me about it because he found it that way. So I don't know, but I, I don't know if that's the reason why or whatever, but I've also had the thing I'm uh, frankly most proud of is that it has 303 comments right now. I would say half of those are mine because I've been responding to just about every single one. But aside from two douches in particular, the comments have actually been incredible. Uh Either people thanking me for saving them a bad purchase or people who disagreed with parts of the review, but who actually came in and said, hey, I disagree and here's why and actually had a back and forth with me. Uh, it's like the anti-YouTube comments in there. It's amazing. That's good. Uh, I'm really, really happy about that. And yeah, I've gained in the last week, I've gained 116 subs, which I would be lucky to get that in four months before this. Um, I have 104. I don't think this is- <laughs> all together yeah i don't think th- i don't think this is gonna you know i don't i i don't think this means i'm all of a sudden gonna become uber popular you know this video is more or less a fluke but uh you know some people have said they enjoyed the stuff and they've watched my other content and they're gonna stick around which is really cool i mean we'll see how this small radio's big televisions video does tomorrow but uh it's signaled that this has been some kind of at least minor turning point in my channel that I'm very happy about. And uh, I actually met another YouTuber in my comments who uh, does a lot of retro stuff. And he's got, uh, I think it's 18,000 subs. And uh, he's talking about maybe doing collabs or something in the future, which would be cool too. So uh, yeah, I mean, I just want to say thanks to everybody who's watched that thing. You know, it's not the kind of video I normally make because it's very ranty and I'm not big on, I, I don't normally like angry rant videos. That's never been, uh, that's never been my thing normally. So, but, so uh, what you have to do is start doing that. <laughs> see, I don't want to. That's the problem. Uh, the, and that's the thing. And the, the funny thing was, is the, the, the rant in that video the thing that I tell people as well is the rant in that video was actually genuine. Like I, that product literally made me angry and, uh, uh, and because it was so, it was so bad. And, uh, yeah, that's the, that, and that's the thing I, I don't, I, my, when I rant on something, it's not an act, uh, and I don't want it to become one. So I don't know. We'll see what happens, but, uh, I'm mostly happy to see the people who are saying that they're that they saved themselves a purchase because I really think it's a terrible product that people shouldn't support with their money. So I'm I'm glad that's the case. I'm still (laughs) saying you should sell out. Yeah, Uh, I don't know. I got a decent job. I don't need I don't know. You can call yourself a little too too fickle for me. You can call yourself the irate gamer. Yeah, oh, wait, I no, there, there was another one. There was there was somebody else who was called that, and he was terrible. 
angry. I'll just create a new. I'll just create a new show called Pararants or something like that. And uh, I yeah, I, I don't know. I but it, it, anyway, it's been a it, it's just been a hell of a week watching like getting up in the morning and seeing that the video added a thousand views overnight. It just fucking blows my mind. That's like a, I I I can't believe that. And it's it has been. It's been kind of a shitty month for the world as a whole, but it's been, for a lot of reasons, it's been kind of a really tough month for me. And yeah, seeing this thing take off this week really helped a lot, which is really, really cool. <laughs> right. I mean, right. It, like controversy and and putting out like a, a, a contrary opinion is a really good way of uh, getting exposure, even, even on yeah. something that's like not really all that special. Because yeah. I, I can say from experience, one of my most popular videos is one where I'm talking about a stupid Kickstarter project. And like, yep. I doubt either of you have ever heard of the Nifty Mini Drive, but nope. <laughs> enough people enough people liked it to go on my video saying that it was garbage to complain about me saying it's garbage. What and... was, okay, so I never watched that video of yours. What is Nifty the Nifty Mini, Mini drive? drive? Yeah, yeah, what is the Nifty Mini Drive? Is an accessory. It's an accessory for uh, MacBook Pros. Um, I would assume for MacBook Air as well. But um, it was a micro SD card adapter. Oh. And all it did was you put the micro SD card into it, and then insert that into the SD card slot, and that that was it. That was all it was. It was like forty dollars. I'm looking at this right now, and you're totally right. It's an SD micro SD card adapter that has Mac aesthetics and costs more. So it's an it's a product for Mac people. It um its whole gimmick <sighs> is that it it sits flush with the side of the MacBook. Yeah, and it, and it adds itself as a yeah, and it and it, and it's another drive, but it it's just yeah, it's it's, it's just an SD card adapter. That is amazingly <sighs> terrible. And it's forty fucking dollars without a memory card in it. Yep. Oh, but you can add right on their web. Oh my god! On their website, though, you can add a sixty-four gig card for. Well, actually, that it's sixty-four gigs for forty bucks. That's actually probably not wholly unreasonable, but that's pretty terrible. Is that's, it? Yeah, I think I bought it. I I think I bought a sixty-four gig for my uh, Raspberry Pi it, for like twenty bucks, twenty-five bucks. It depends, it depends on the oh. They're the, SanDisk Ultras, so they're like the super ultra fast kind. But the the major argument that I made was that they're selling it as like basically a storage extension solution, so that you can yeah. you know you run out of space on your hard drive or you need to you need a secondary drive, but you don't want to carry around an external USB. Let's just put everything on a micro SD card because an SD card is perfect mm. for permanent store. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, 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 okay. Before yeah. we move on. I just typed it into Amazon. A SanDisk Ultra 64 gig is $14.99. Okay, so yeah, this is totally a website designed for Apple people who spend like to spend too much money. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Um, mm-hmm. Boop. Uh, anyway, let's do... There was one other thing you wanted to talk about, Parallax Abstraction. The Steam Summer... Or, sorry, Steam uh, Black sale. Friday... Black Friday sale. Basically. Yeah, basically. They're calling it the autumn sale. But yeah, I was just curious to see um, if anybody got anything out of it. It's, you know, I, I looked around. I browsed through it. Eh, it's all right. 
you know, most of the stuff that's near the top of my wish list wasn't discounted. I hate this. I hate to say it. This sounds terrible, but wasn't discounted enough for me for my liking. Right. Uh, there's a few good things on there. Uh, you know, uh, Rocket League is cheap. Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen is actually really cheap. I'm kind of annoyed that I paid that much more for it a while yeah, ago. $12. I kind of want to get that, but... I've been told it's good. I, I bought it from uh, a Humble deal, I think, a while ago, and I, I didn't pay that much more than that, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did that. Um, yeah, I got uh, I got one of the packs for the Pinball Arcade, which I own some of those tables on Android, but I, I wanted to have them on PC. The, they're, all the packs for it are on sale, and they're, they're actually on pretty good deals, but um, I'm probably going to wait for Christmas for some of the other ones. Um, and I added, I fed my crippling shmup addiction. Uh, I added five or six more shmups, but I think the grand, like all of those in total cost me like $16. So it's not that bad. I have a schmups category on my steam client now that has, I'm not going to count them all here, but there's over probably 40 games in there right now. Cause I just have a problem with that genre. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not bad. It seems as sales go kind of unimpressive. A lot of the stuff that I was hoping would go on sale. I'm like, ah, I'll wait till Christmas. Maybe it'll get cheaper. Yeah. Um, games I bought, uh, I didn't buy very many games. I did buy Battlefield One. Oh, uh, nice! So I could I could play through that some. Uh, I think that might be it for games that I bought. Like I don't I don't think I bought very many games. Though I did. Uh, I wasn't going to spend any money, but I did get a uh, a nice bonus check uh, for my oh. work. Uh, about eight hundred bucks. So uh, I went and. I bought two 480 gig solid state drives. Wow, and, nice! And put them in RAID Zero on my computer. Nice. So that's how you do it. Yeah. So uh, it's now the read is over one gig, and the write I think is like eight hundred something. So not too there bad. You go. Not so bad at all. 800 megabytes, not eight hundred gigs, which would be amazing. That would be pretty. Uh, that's like quantum computing. Yeah, well, they you you can only go up to six on traditional SATA. Um, that's on most motherboards. If you get a server motherboard, you can actually go up to twelve, uh, twelve mm-hmm. gigs a second write speed, mm-hmm. which would be awesome. Um, mm-hmm. But th- that's really all I bought. I actually reformatted my computer yesterday, so I'm still trying to get everything set up. Isn't that always fun? Yeah, it boots up really quick though, so that's nice. It does. That won't last. <laughs> <laughs> well, it. Yeah. Should I'm still. also looking now, actually, too. I don't know if this probably won't interest most people, but uh, it inter- it probably going to interest my coworkers for our land parties. I'm probably going to pick up Depth as well, which is the crazy like humans versus sharks underwater FPS thing. Yeah, I saw um, that. Yeah, we just call it Shark Game at work. Um, they they played it at our lands before and really loved it. It's set well. It's in Canadian dollars. It's seven fifty, which means it's probably around five bucks U.S. Which uh, it doesn't have a big population and it's got some issues. But I played it before on a free weekend and it's a good time. Yeah, it um it's six seventy nine uh, U.S. Okay, yeah, it's seven forty seven Canadian or the anniversary edition, which I think is just a bunch of skins plus the soundtrack is fourteen ninety five Canadian. So that's not bad. Probably uh, like twelve bucks or whatever. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll probably grab that. Even if we only play it for like an hour or two at a couple of land parties, I'll probably enjoy it. The game is a the game is a good dumb time. Well, and and you can buy the four pack for twenty dollars and thirty nine cents. 
Yes, you can. So, so that would, that's pretty that would help. Which brings it down to, well, Canadian dollars, 565 each. Yeah. Um, so, Aroa, what games have you been playing? Or not playing. What <laughs> games did you buy on the Steam Autumn Sale? I didn't buy anything. I'm tempted to get uh, EDF 4.1. What is that? Oh, God, I want that so bad, but it's so expensive. Yeah, it's 35 right now. Um, <sighs> what is it? Yeah, I'm sorry? Earth Defense Force oh. uh, 4.1. EDF! <laughs> so, so that is actually something uh, that I wanted to talk about. My friend, uh, Earl Grey Third, who actually listens to the podcast, he hasn't listened in a while, he says, because yeah, he's been busy, but... Um, we were talking on Twitter, and he wanted to uh, he wanted me to play through some games that were only released in Japan and Europe, and they're they're called the Simple Two Thousand series. Uh, apparently, there are budget games that were released in Japan, and they oh had <laughs> uh, they had a game called Volume Thirty One of this series is the Chikyu Bojin, also known as the first Earth Defense Force game. Oh, the one, like, yeah. Oh. And so he, there's, like, a series of games he wants me to just, like, do reviews on on YouTube. And that was one of them, the first Earth Defense Force. Yeah. That's supposed to be yeah. crazy or something. For, from my knowledge, it's it's nothing like the, the newer games at all. But, yeah, it's, it's set in the same universe kind of thing. I mean, for those who don't know much about it, I mean, look up this series, but they're the best worst games ever. Uh, like, <laughs> they are objectively pretty damn terrible, but they are just the dumbest fun to have with people. Like, they're not that fun to play by yourself, but if you're with people, preferably slightly inebriated, that you can laugh about <laughs> with, it's a riot. I played uh, the one on the 360 with a buddy of mine uh, quite a bit. We beat it, and... Uh, and then the, the thing is, is the on the consoles, the big thing with the games is they, because one of the, their main selling points is that they have like a trillion enemies on screen at once, but they also run like garbage, typically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the PC version is actually, considering this is from a tiny little Japanese developer who's had no history on PC before, apparently the PC version of this is actually quite solid. And yeah, it runs like Grease Lightning on a good good computer. And uh, it has online co-op. I really want to play it with people, but it's way... Like, when it came out on the 360, the, the version that came out on the 360 a few years ago was, like, 30 bucks. This one, at least in Canadian dollars, is 55 normally, oh, which wow. is way too much for that. But it's 30% off right now. I'm going to wait till Christmas and hope it goes to 50% off, and then I will probably pull the trigger on it. Do it. Pull the trigger. Pull yeah. it. I, there's another thing that I found really cool too in this. Well, not not I found it because of the sale, but it didn't exist because of the sale. That I might I'm debating trying buying at some point and playing with either on a stream or something else. So I, I've talked about my crippling shmup addiction. Yeah, there's a product in early access right now that you can find on Steam actually called Shoot 'Em Up Kit, and mm -hmm. it's exactly what you think it is. It's a construction set for shmup games. Um, and it looks pretty in depth and you can do a lot of stuff with it. And apparently you can like actually make games in it that you can release and sell on your own if you want. Ooh, um, look at that. Well, yeah, look at, when look I at a row of very briefly, I actually got the tweet favorited by some studio in Latvia that's actually using this to make a game. Nice. Um, 
Yeah. Now, the thing is that concerns me a little bit is that it was apparently originally released on the 5th of June 2015, and it's still in early access. But um, it's apparently being updated on the regular, I guess. I don't know. But uh, I just saw this thing, and I'm like, you know, this would be a fun little thing where I could say, hey, I'm going to do a live stream series or a series, you know, that I'll vaud on YouTube where I'll just screw around with this thing and see if I can make something. And it could be kind of neat. Don't make actually, it impossible. Actually, it's a really cool idea, and I was like, huh, it's not cheap. It's 45 bucks Canadian normally. It's only 20% off right now, so I'm probably going to wait again until um, you know, Christmas and see if it gets cheaper because I won't have time to screw with it until then anyway. But yeah, but it's still. it looks like it's still being updated. The last patch came out in uh, the 9th of October, so it's, and it's, there's a lot of updates, so they are still working on it. That's good. That's and a now, pretty impressive amount of like customization you can do in here. So, are yeah. you getting it, Roa? Are you getting it? Uh, not for not for thirty dollars. No, you no. cheap bastard. No, I've I've had yeah. RPG Maker for years, and I've only put together like three games with it. And... They're, they're all yeah. shit. I I, yeah. I just shmups interest me so much, and the idea of having sort of a drag and drop way to create them looks cool because like this thing looks like it has the features of you know a, a basic game engine. So. Uh, I don't know. It'd just be fun to play to to play around with. I think. Yeah, it, it looks really neat. Like if I if I thought I'd use it, I would definitely yeah. be be going after it. So yeah. speaking speaking of basic game engines, mm. let's move on to uh, talk about No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so anyway, uh, no, we're moving into the stories. I'm cutting you guys off right here. Because uh, I know Parallax Abstraction can talk forever. Yes, it's I can. It's been almost half an hour. I know. So No Man's Sky re- recently got a new update, and uh, I know you posted a more in depth one because it actually got the update. But the one that the story that I have listed is just the initial "Hey, it's getting updated" thing. And so apparently they're adding in base building, which is similar to Minecraft. And it's not very good looking. Uh, they added some other features into the game as well. Uh, do you want to go into more detail on this, Aurora? Oh, um, I don't have the article that I posted earlier. But yeah, basically, they put out an update finally. With, they spoke. Yeah, they, they actually said, hey, uh, here's the update. We're really uh, We're really glad it finally happened. And it's, I I said it's just too little, too late. It's... Well, also this was the one. This would like everybody's upset about all the features they promised and never released. This is a feature that they actually never did promise, <laughs> and they do. The they did release. They released. And, and you know, <laughs> you know why I think that is the case. I think uh-huh. it is because this wasn't all that difficult for them to implement. Probably uh, not. No. They probably were able to reuse a lot of assets um, and, and, that were already and there, they, and they probably had like dev tools already made to do that stuff, and just kind of exactly like, tweaked them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, basically added in some scripting that goes create this this object in this location. Yeah, and I, I'm not I'm not saying it was trivial by any means. But I think it was probably one of the easier things for them to throw together. And yeah. they, they also added in some uh, anti-aliasing features, um, um, some motion blur effects that you can... They, they added on. some... Yeah, they added, they added uh, 
was it temporal AA? Uh, mm -hmm. And then they added motion blur, which does make things look a little cooler. Uh, they also added a creative mode that lets you just wander around the universe without fear of dying. And I don't a, know why you'd want that, but and, yeah. Yeah, and a survival mode. Which uh, they don't go into details on what that means. Um, no. But chances are it just makes your resources dwindle even more quickly, which is that's totally what people wanted, right? Yeah, um, that's what I like in games. Again, again, these were things that honestly probably were trivial for them to implement. Like these are just variable tweaks, but um, the main thing that people, I mean, it's nice that they're doing something with it and that they actually finally talked three months later, but yeah, yeah. it's just, I don't, like, is this going to satiate the community in any way? No, no, probably <laughs> the, not. No, the very quickly disappearing community at that. Yeah. Um, you can apparently research new technology through uh, talking to NPCs now, so it gives you more of a reason to talk to NPCs other than just getting a random item. Yeah. Uh, you can teleport to your base from any space station. Uh, you can get storage containers so that you have stockpiles for resources. I mean, that's a cool idea. Um, they should have this, had that previously, is, yeah. All this is fine. Um, it's just like this isn't gonna solve any of the very basic problems with the game. Nope. Like, no, it's like not. the fact that, <laughs> that it's just not fun. You know? Yeah, it's uh, I get bored of Minecraft too though. Like I I like Minecraft. So like I, this probably well it did. It kept, no Man's Sky kept me interested lo much longer than it did you. Yeah. I believe. And but even then like you can only do so much with these it, it was honestly kind of if you want to compare it to Minecraft it was more akin to like beta Minecraft where yeah. but even even then lacking the the simple yet satisfying creative portions of Minecraft that may, continue to make it so appealing here you've only got the exploration and discovery elements and they're so very limited that there's 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 nothing to keep you occupied past the first few hours if that right right and you it's can't even, it's all samey is the problem for me it, it is and they have like this whole uh crafting system that they kind of have going on there but nothing makes any sense and you have to collect recipes in order to do anything it's i don't know it they needed to reintroduce a lot of a lot more into the actual basic game and and not pack on something like a like a base building system and, and whatnot. I, I think if they would have put in more elements and expanded the crafting system, that would have been way, way more satisfying. Which um they did something where like now there are particular elements that can only be harvested with particular tools. But if you're already like I had a huge problem where I couldn't upgrade my fucking gun. So like the inventory space that you have for holding other tools was extremely limited. So I don't know why you'd make it even more difficult to get resources whenever that was already a major complaint with the game to begin with. Right. Right. That makes sense. Um, but, I, yeah. I just, 
I just got bored. Like I played it for <laughs> thirty or forty hours actually, and I visited lots and lots of planets. And eventually, it was just like, okay, this is the same as X planet, yep. or this is the same as the last planet. It's all, it's all very similar. I knew it was going to be that, um, yeah. but I was hoping for a little bit more. Uh, at least with like the interactions with the NPCs, maybe some multiplayer. I figured it wasn't going to be like a ton of, a ton of players that you could play with and stuff, but I figured maybe you'd be able to run into somebody every once in a while. Even if you can't kill them, you could just like do shitty emotes at each other, but nope, couldn't even do that. Yeah. And that was, that was a really big problem with the game is to like NPCs were completely useless and. Well, and I was Fucking I was also no hoping I was hoping it'd be more of a a space sim too. Uh, yeah, and so like mm-hmm. our like you have a flight stick, uh, I have a flight stick, and they are totally useless yeah, in that I game. I do too. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's and 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 that's the thing. And the way I've not touched the game, but I've seen a lot of coverage on it. And I mean, the fact is, the way that game plays and the way the game forces you to fly your ship using a stick with it would be infuriating, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's Just because the game tries to wrestle control away from you so often, it would feel like you, you're you really not managing it at all, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That was another I mean, story. and that's the thing. Like, you guys talk about Minecraft a lot, and the main thing I just want to, you know, that I think of when I look at this update is I'm like, that's cool and all, but, like, who is this for? Because people who love Minecraft are not going to suddenly switch to No Man's Sky, and, you know, no one who this is not only something that wasn't promised, like base building, I would think is one of the last things people were asking for in a game about exploration that really encourages you to not spend that much time on any one planet. (laughs) Well, actually my friend James, who may be listening to the podcast did want base building. Yeah. Whatever. I think he was, he's definitely in the minority. Like, Base building was a feature that was asked about, like, why isn't this in here? But I don't I don't think people wanted that so much as just a reason to to play the game in general. Like base building serves as a as a way to make playing the game easier. But if the game itself isn't fun on its own, like that's not a reason (laughs) to to keep playing. Mm hmm. It's not a. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not true. a. It's not an end, and there is no end in the game. You're you're not you're not working towards anything, in in any situation because we everyone already knows what the the end of the game is, and it's nothing. There isn't yeah, one. That's that's another thing that really kind of pissed me off is there was nothing amazing in the center of the universe. You just warped back to an outer planet again. Spoilers. Right. And, and you know, you can say similarly that before the end was added to Minecraft, there was no end right. either. But in that situation, you also have all of that creativity going on in the game itself where you can you can do more than just build a base out of preset pieces. You can build whatever the hell you want, you know. And then there was this always infinite sprawling just just randomly generated place to explore and gather resources from whereas in no man's sky randomly generated really just means there are a few different pieces here and there and they're thrown together in slightly different ways yeah and that 
doesn't really it's not the same thing and it's it's not really fair even to compare minecraft to no man's sky because they were fundamentally trying to do different things it's mm-hmm. just it's just easy to do that well it's easy sadly. to compare it's easy to compare it to especially now that they added in a creative mode where you can build bases and shit yeah mm-hmm so i mean it, it's just not a it's not a creative game i don't think it I don't think it should be considered. That's not what it was aimed to be. No, it was no. supposed to be more of, along the lines of a space sim, and they should have just focused on adding in more space sim elements instead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. And I mean, they, maybe they will. You know, it's like you guys said, this does feel like an update that they made because it was relatively easy to develop, and they can say, hey, look, we're doing stuff, and. I, I hope that the next update they do is more substantive. But you know, the problem that they have now is that one, you know, at one point, at what point does it become not worth it for them in terms of there being no audience left, and also like they're not selling too many more copies of this thing. So like, at what point, you know, are they going to go? Well, we can't really work on this anymore because we have to move on to the next thing. I, I don't know. It's a weird spot they put themselves in. It's, yeah, you know, it, I wish that they would have instead. Um, of trying to release on consoles, just uh, done Steam Early Access. Yeah. yeah. I think no. that would have been a brilliant move. I don't think anyone would be nearly as upset if that's what they did. Yeah. Don't they have an Early Access thing on Xbox now? Uh, Xbox does, yeah. yeah but PlayStation but doesn't. Th- no, PlayStation does not. And okay. Sony helped co-market this, so yeah, yeah. you'll... Never, you'll never see this on a Microsoft console. No, no. Well, you might. It might take a while, but it. Might. Yeah, they might have a time thing, but you know, again, also, are they even going to think that that's worth doing at this point? I, who knows? Right, because most of the people who have got it haven't have the best reviews for it. So, no. Well, that's uh, the thing, and like I said, it's a weird spot they put themselves in, and they absolutely put themselves in it. So. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, staying on the topic of No Man's Sky uh, and Hello Games, it's going to be very brief, but one of the developers, um, what's his name? Uh, Gareth Bourne. Bourne. Gareth Bourne uh, actually has moved on from Hello Games and is now working on Star Citizen. Which I mean, this, this could isn't. There be anything more perfect? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This isn't a huge deal, but the pro the the weird thing is this guy's been there for almost six years, uh, and he also worked on Joe Danger as well and Joe Danger Two. Yeah. So you know he's been there for quite a long time, and now he's moving on. So that, uh, I mean, obviously people quit their jobs and go to different jobs for more money all the time. But, uh, you know, when somebody has been there that long and leaving to go work on another game, uh, not the best uh, for morale and everything when you have one. Because they have a very small studio of, what, 12 developers? Something like that. Yeah. And this guy was a rather instrumental part of the team, it sounds like. But, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's interesting. He, I mean, he is going, you know, the, the thing that's made everyone laugh is that this guy who worked on No Man's Sky, this huge disappointment, is going to work on Star Citizen. Technically, he's going to work on Squadron 42, which is the standard or the standalone, um, uh, the standalone, like single player story based thing, which is actually the part of Star Citizen I'm most looking forward to. Um, I, I want to. 
I want to be an engineer and a miner. Yeah, it's I, yeah. it's funny. It's funny that the single player campaign is the thing you're you're looking most forward to because I I think that's the that's the thing that like if it, if it were up to me that would be the thing that's just completely cut out of Star Citizen entirely. Well, I like the <laughs> I I have to say I like the idea of Squadron Forty Two because I, mainly because uh, I've played I haven't played through them all, but when I was a kid, I played a couple of the Wing Commander games. Yeah, I, I get that. Stuff I'm a huge fan of that series, and and that, that's the main reason. Yeah, yeah, that always interested me more than what they're planning to do with the open world MMO thing. I mean, don't get me wrong; if that thing is cool, I'll lo- uh, you know I'll love it. But but you know, as someone who has been very heavily tempering my expectations on Star Citizen Squadron Forty Two, I'm like, that's the part that'll probably still come out. <laughs> I'm trying to temper my hype on it, but I am totally gonna get it. And try to play with Aroa if if he wants to be be a mining buddy. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't I don't I don't like being uh being a bounty hunter in that kind of game. So. I Okay, good. <laughs> you're like, I don't like being a bounty hunter, and then you get on my ship and you're like, Oh yeah, by the way, I lied. <laughs> it's um, but, well especially in fucking Star Citizen because like you're gonna have to suffer if you, if you like lose your ship and shit like it's they have insurance come on yeah and, and you like that's real does that cost real money no i i'm pretty sure no so. one really knows yeah I, it's I, all really vague it's all that's true part of the shit that makes me not even care about the game really right now but see i thought i thought that it was going to be like you buy your ship and you can keep your ship. Like if you die, you get to keep your ship or pay. Like kind of like Elite Dangerous, you have to pay X amount of the, during the credits. during the the time whenever they were like really asking for funding. It was like this cost the this covers the cost of your ship and lifetime uh lifetime ship insurance or something like that. But like, is there an implication that there won't be lifetime ship insurance or that you have to pay extra for that? I don't know. I don't but know. It was at one point, and then I think they walked that back a bit, and I, I don't friggin' know. No one knows. I'm still buying it. Screw it. I'm not paying. I mean, I bought. I bought. I backed the Kickstarter at like the thirty dollar tier at one point, so I've got like some low end, you know, friggin', uh, you know, Honda Accord friggin' kind of ship in there somewhere. <laughs> so I mean, if and when it ever arrives, I will. De- I will definitely try it. No doubt you, about that. You've got a Pinto. Yeah, something like that. Somebody, you know. somebody hits your, the kind of ship that you know. I'll fly out of the station, and all the people who've dumped you know seven hundred grand into the game will point at me and laugh. But you know, whatever. I, I people have pumped <laughs> way too much money into that game. Uh, oh fuck yeah! <laughs> moving on to spending way too much money on something. Actually, this is reasonably priced. The uh, mm. the what was it called? Micro Windows Ten VR headsets. Oh yeah. Um, their Windows 10 VR headsets are going to start at $299. Mm-hmm. So that's not bad. Uh, we were actually going to talk about the specs a little bit to be able to run these, which isn't terrible. You'll need uh, 4 gigs of RAM, a DirectX 12 graphics card, USB okay. 3.0 support, and 4 CPU cores. Eh, nothing too crazy by today's standards. Yeah, and then uh, if you've got a dual core CPU with hyper threading, that'll work as well. Yeah, so four at least virtual cores, if not real cores. Right. Uh, by comparison, the Oculus Rift and HTC Vive require a quad core Intel Core i five four uh, 
4590 or faster processor, 4 gigs of RAM, USB 3.0, and either an NVIDIA GTX 970 or AMD R9 290 video card. Oculus just rolled out a new feature that will let its VR headset run on even slower hardware. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I'm curious about these these Windows 10 things for sure. I mean, the, the the thing that I heard earlier this week though is that apparently a lot like Microsoft as they often do was terrible at engaging the development community on this. I guess a lot of develop like VR developers only heard about this when the general public did. Right. So all of them are kind of like, um, okay, could be cool, but we have no idea. <laughs> well, it's it's not for games, I think is the is the reason partially for that though. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like that too. If the requirements are going to be that low, like it may, it, it, I'm sure it would support games, but it's not going to support the caliber of stuff you're getting in no, no, the other it two. Was, it, it seemed to me obvious from the way that they were marketing it, at least, that this is meant to be like a stepping stone towards whenever they eventually release a uh, a HoloLens consumer edition uh, mm-hmm. within the next year or two. That's what um, I was thinking, yeah. This is this is meant to basically be a headset that you put on that projects it, it puts you into a blank space that then projects win, uh, Windows holographic bullshit all around you, and mm. you can interact with it that way. I, I think I think that's what it is. It's just to get the the general public comfortable with the idea of Windows holographic, so that whenever they do end up releasing the. Uh, the HoloLens, hopefully a version that doesn't suck fat cock like the current one. Um, it can uh, it, it can be something that people are already familiar with and and like the idea of. Do you not like mm-hmm. the uh, the HoloLens, Aroa? Um, I think it's a fantastic concept, and uh, I mean it's even executed for the most part pretty well. But from everything that I've read on it. Uh, you're basically restricted to viewing things from this little tiny square in the middle yeah. of your vision. And no, that's not good enough. The FOV on it is really bad right now, apparently. Yeah. It, it's um, it's basically like if you take your glasses and then hold them out like three inches in front of your face, and that area is what you can see holograms within, from my yeah. understanding at least. And that's not good enough. Um, definitely at least not for a consumer product, which is why it's not targeting consumers right now. I yeah. hope that they can fix that in the future, at which point, yeah, it'll be 100% like one of the greatest things to ever come out ever. But um, for now, I think that this is fine. Um, if it wasn't for the fact that, you know, the gaming headsets are going to be just as good, if not better at doing this sort of thing, thanks to third-party applications, then... You know, I'd, I'd say I'm going to get this, but I'm not going to because I could just get an Oculus Rift or a Vive and do the same thing. So. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this is great for people who don't have gaming PCs, who are still kind of techies or, or you know, just want a low cost way of experiencing the majesty that is supposedly VR. Personally, yeah. I'm going to wait until my Pixel comes in next month and I'm going to get one of those. Uh, one it's of those not great. Dreams. It's not great. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You got one. Yeah, it's it's. Eh. I didn't think it'd be fantastic by any means, but I'm just 
I, I'm like, I've, I've never done VR and I have two friends that have done VR and I'm fucking <laughs> jealous as hell. And so, I just, I just want to know what it's like. <laughs> so, yeah. so the, the, the daydream VR is what you're talking about. And I actually, yeah. I have one because I ordered on like, I was like, Oh, I can order a Google pixel do, 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 and ordered it immediately. Um, and my credit's really good, so you know I qualify. So they were like, "Yeah, here's two. Yeah. <laughs> so my credit's uh, not very good, and they gave me it. So yeah, don't finger don't uh, yourself over it. Well, fuck you. Um. So, so anyway, I had to uh, think of a vulgar expression. I will. I will finger <laughs> myself over it. Um. Yeah. So anyway, because I ordered, I pre-ordered or whatnot. I got after my first payment or second payment. They're like, oh. Well, since you did, you made a payment. We're gonna send you this daydream for free, and I was like, okay. And I've used it, and it hurts my eyes. And uh, I watched YouTube on it, which was okay. But they don't have very many apps that support it. You can't even just like browse through Google Chrome on it. Oh, like I was. Well, I was I mean, like, why would you want to? Honestly, I wanted to watch VR porn. I mean, yeah. fair enough, I guess. <laughs> you're going to you're gonna have to get a Pornhub, uh, Pornhub premium subscription for that shit. Yeah, I was like, come on, there's gotta ha- like they have VR porn. I'm going to try it and see what it's like. And I, they wouldn't let me. And I was, I was disappointed. <laughs> so I was uh, like, come on. <laughs> it wasn't, it, it, it's not a terrible experience, but it's not something I'm going to go to, to do all the time. And there's not enough games uh, on the VR, on on the Daydream VR Android thing that really interests me right now. They have like a... It'll get there, though. They have a Harry Potter game. Hopefully. uh, Fantastic Beats or whatnot. They have that game. Uh, You can watch uh, YouTube, which is kind of nice. You can, like, create, like, a... Uh, like a big screen in front of your face that you just like lay down and you're watching it on your ceiling and then people walk in and they're like, what the hell are you doing? Um, but it's not, it's not amazing. You can come test out mine if you want. Just fly down here. How much are the daydreams normally? 80. Like, oh, okay. So they're all right. So it's kind of like Gear VR. It's not super expensive. I, I, yeah. I know people say that Gear VR is apparently like surprisingly good for how cheap it is. I mean, it's not bad. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. It's just not something that I'm interested in. But that's because of the software, not the hardware. Mm, there's just yeah, not it, enough. There's not enough to do with it right now. Yeah, I mean, they're both. They're both literally just you put your phone in front of a couple of lenses, and then the phone just the phone the screen down the middle and yeah, some images. Like they're not going to be perfect, but yeah. yeah, it is a matter of of getting adoption. That's why I feel like that's why the Gear VR receives more attention, at least right now, is because they've gone out of their way to get other developers to make stuff for them. Like Harmonics, for some yeah. fucking reason, Harmonics is putting together a karaoke game for the Gear VR. What? Well, the what? thing is, too, the Gear VR is technically an Oculus product, and therefore has yeah. Oculus Oculus Studios and Oculus's marketing might behind it. So, oh, that exactly. makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah. that's the thing. It's technically an Oculus product that they're just partnered with Samsung on. So that's part of it too. Yeah, the, the Samsung Gear VR. 
so, exactly. So parallax abstraction, since you are a big time YouTuber now, <laughs> uh, you need to to contact Microsoft and see if you can get one of these and do a review on it. Yeah, I'm sure they they care about someone with 1,100 subs, but uh, hey, but who got, knows? I mean, you got 100 subs in a week. I did, but there are people who get that in a minute, so who knows? But you know, you know what though. My my work is actually very interested in this because we actually work with a lot of engineering and architecture companies who have been, uh, especially the architects, have been really interested in VR for, you know, pretty obvious reasons. Right. And uh, we may very well, like we've been showing them, we have an HTC Vive at work that we've been showing off to these people. And uh, we're, our, our VCIOs are actually really looking closely at these things because they're like, hey, if this is something that could give a cheap and easy way for our architecture clients to you know, view 3D models of their, their work or whatever that, uh, you know, and, and they could do it for less than 1200 Canadian dollars for a Vive. Uh, they were kind of like, oh, this, could, and that doesn't need a, you know, a gaming PC to do. They find that very interesting. So we may even end up with a couple at the office at some point for experimentation. So if they do, I'll, I'll definitely steal it for a weekend. <laughs> yeah. If they allow you, will they allow you to take it like home with you and stuff? They will. They'll basically say you break it, you buy it, but they probably would. Like they, they wouldn't let us take the Vive home, but that's because the Vive is a like it's a project to get that thing set up. Yeah. So um but if we've got one of the little ones, they'd probably say, Yeah, take it home and evaluate it. Just don't uh you know, don't break it. Yeah. Next year Ro and I are coming up to do the extra life with you guys. Yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah. That'd, right be, that'd, that'd be an interesting sure that'll thing. be an interesting time. I don't know why you're you're always so sarcastic, Aroa. You don't you don't want to hang out with with uh, parallax abstraction? Look, I'd, I'd I'd love to go up there. It's just I got I live in America, so you yeah, know. that's true. I if I you if know, I miss one day of work, they'll they'll fire me and burn my house down as punishment. So yeah, you know the, it's actually, true. So they'll at, send you to Trump's new gulag. You'll have to yeah. work in Trump Tower for uh, yeah. We're, we're not getting political, okay? Stop that. Entertainment uh, politicast. Actually, so. Uh, I was talking to my Canadian friend, and I just was for a whim seeing how much it would cost to go up to Canada. Uh And uh, in order to go to from Redmond, Oregon, where I live, to Montreal, Quebec, it would cost seven hundred dollars round trip. That well, it depends. Man, you guys pay so little for flights compared to us. Holy (laughs) shit! Yeah, I mean that's not bad at all. No. Not even a no. Oh wait, no, 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 no. It was seven hundred Canadian. It was a four hundred sixty-three dollars. Oh my god, that is unbelievable. Yeah, it was like it's a pretty cheap flight there. It was, it was, yeah, yeah, roughly a little over four hundred fifty dollars, which is totally doable. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, and that's to Montreal. Well, to Ottawa, depending on where you'd have to connect from, might cost a little more because Montreal is a main hub, whereas Ottawa is not. But, uh, yeah, well, Redmond, but also Montreal is a 90 minute drive from here. So, (laughs) uh, that's not terrible. Um, And I mean, to be fair, you know, Poutine started in Quebec and you'll arguably get some of the best of it in Montreal. Oh, man. Yeah, I never had poutine. I mean, uh, you never I've, had I've it heard, before. Never had it. Never, never, ever, never. It's never, uh, never, it's 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 pretty good. You just don't want to eat it regular. <laughs> Why not? Because it's really bad for you. 
It is three things that are bad for you on their own. French fries, cheese curds, and gravy combined together. So oh, okay. it's triple bad. <laughs> I think it sounds amazing, actually. Oh, it's fantastic. It'll just kill you if you eat too much of it. Oh, okay. That sounds But it's good. really... Fr- oh, don't get me wrong. It's really friggin' good. So that's not terrible. So from Redmond, Oregon to Ottawa, it would cost $538. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Man. It'd probably even be cheaper for uh, a Roa. Probably. Maybe. He's a little closer. So anyway... Uh, we're a yeah. little off topic now. <laughs> let's talk That's about right. let's talk about the Google Pixel some more. Mm. So apparently, some people were running a weird scheme where they were getting the Google Pixels for cheaper and then selling them a higher price. I you think. don't say. Uh, and what they were doing, it says, we identified a scheme in which consumers were asked to purchase Pixel devices on behalf of a reseller who then marked up the cost of those devices in order to resell them to their customers. We prohibit the commercial resale of devices purchased through Google, uh, through Project Fi or for the Google Store, so everyone has an equal opportunity to purchase devices at a fair price. Many of the accounts suspended were created for the sole purpose of the scheme, but since some customers were not aware of these t- uh, terms of sales and are now locked out of many Google services they rely on, they were restoring access to these customers' accounts. So, uh, from what I understand, the people were buying them and listing the ad, the, the address as either, I believe it's New Jersey, no, not New Jersey, Delaware, Oregon, and there's another state that I can't Wait, recall. are they cheaper based on what state you buy them in? Because oh, you because have to pay of sales, because of sales tax. There's no sales tax in Oregon. Right. So... I theoretically get things cheaper than Aroa does because I don't have a sales tax, which is awesome. And so they were, I I don't think it was Oregon. I think it was Delaware or or another one. Uh, I've kind of just skimmed through this and then they would, you know, resell them. And then they were having issues with that. So if you were locked out of your Google account because you bought a pixel from a shady place, uh, you might want to contact Google and be like, hey, uh, I'm sorry. This shouldn't have happened. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on Google suspending accounts because they of, of this? I mean, if they, pr- pr- if they straight up say you're not allowed to resell stuff you buy from us and people are doing it, then that's pretty much end of story, right? Yeah. But and I mean, I I don't frankly have a problem with that, because when I've seen what these fucking scumbags are doing with NES classics, like, fuck those people. (laughs) Apparently, apparently here, uh, I don't know if it's everywhere, but here Walmart marked up the price of NES classics to 250 bucks. (laughs) Yeah, fuck those people. (laughs) Yeah, like. I mean, I understand the whole argument of if people are willing to pay it, you know, friggin' whatever, but I don't have a, like, you can buy something and resell it for whatever you want, but when you're taking advantage of a shortage to rip people off and taking it out of the hands of people who are willing to pay the advertised price for it, I kind of say fuck you at the same time, like, (laughs) But but this happens every time Nintendo releases a console, other than the Wii U, because the Wii U didn't sell very well. And the Wii U did have a little bit of that initially when its first wave sold out. It just didn't last very long. Need- but I mean, the same thing. The same thing happened with the Xbox One and the PS4 at launch. You know, it's it's the same thing. It's just profiteering. It's just what people do. 
it's, you know, same thing happens yeah. with iPhones. It happens with everything. But they need to like, I don't know, have enough supply because like the switch is going to happen with the switch. There's not. Oh yeah, be... it'll happen with the Switch for sure. I mean, the the thing with the with the NES Classic is Nintendo, and I actually believe them in this case. They are saying they legitimately didn't believe it would be as popular as it is, and that they're working very hard to try to get more of them out there. I think I don't think this was a supply constraint thing. I think even they were shocked at how well this thing did. I um, what like I I saw it and was like, yeah, this is gonna sell out. Like. I thought the first one would sell out. I didn't think there would be the lines there were, and I didn't think people would be flipping them for five hundred bucks. I really didn't think it. I even didn't think it would be that big a deal. So, so the reason why I think it, this is a huge deal uh, with the NES Classic is because it's not just people like us who want these. It's, no, it's also everyone. The, <laughs> it's also the people who casually like games or liked games when they were kids because they yeah. say oh i can pick up 30 games for, for 60 bucks i'll go do that that's fine oh like I, I agree it's i mean it's a it's an impulse christmas item and i mean yeah i believe that's why the the retro bit generations was shit out onto market in the garbage condition it's in because they're trying to cap they're trying to take advantage of that hype and to be be like oh can't get an nes classic well we got this thing and it's got more games huh and I think I'm, I'm sure that's what it is. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to start making uh raspberry Pis and putting those as uh retro game emulators and call it the <laughs> written bit generations. The written bit generations. <laughs> that would actually be pretty awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I just, I, yeah, I, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to lose any sleep anyway about these people who can't resell pixels anymore, but at, at, well, yeah, also I'm, I, I'm so sick of hearing about the pixel because I've got a, man, I've got a Nexus 5 that's getting pretty tired and a pixel because I have to buy unlocked phones is like a thousand Canadian dollars and I'm like, don't do that, you moron, you really shouldn't, but. I keep thinking about it's it. It's such a good phone. I, yeah, I, I was, know. I, I played with one. Room. I played with one at Best Buy, and I was just like, Nyeh. "Just do, just, okay." Do they have the the Google Store fan, financing up there? I don't even know. I'm going to guess probably not, but I haven't looked that hard. So yeah, they yeah, do have that. It's, That's it's a through, thought. Yeah, because synchrony in America, at least. Yeah, and it costs oh, through a third party. Yeah, yeah. it's costing me thirty two dollars a month with no interest. So, uh, just a minute here. I'm gonna. <laughs> um, I and would the... also like to point out, though, that it's not just a matter that these people were unable to continue reselling the the phones. Um, this was also like locking them completely out of their entire Google account. Um, and like, oh wow, really? I I. <laughs> As much as as much as I I would tend to agree with you that yeah fuck these guys for trying to take advantage of people that's a um, little harsh yeah you can't completely lock somebody out of an account like that whenever it's because it's fucking it's yeah it, like Google is more than even just Facebook like it's it can be your entire livelihood well it can be your email it can be like your media stuff it can be yeah a whole bunch your of things. photos I mean, that's like Steam that's like how Steam if you get caught. Uh, cheating and get a vac ban it actually well maybe it doesn't anymore at one point it used to ban your steam account not just the game you were in it would ban your whole account including locking you out of all your purchases and i was like that's a bridge too far (laughs) yeah like it's it's an interesting reminder that you don't own your 
your own data anymore. You do not own any digital purchase you make. Yeah, right. And it's it's kind of it's kind of frightening. In a, yeah, in it is. It's not it's a our big data a, future, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's I, uh, we're going to be like in, we're all going to be like in Watch Dogs too soon. We're going to be at war with big data. Well, let's not uh, let's not put <laughs> anything out there that we don't we don't want people knowing about, shall we? It's a war, damn it! <laughs> it's going to be a war. It's going to be a war. Um, I wish that game would get cracked already. What game? <laughs> Watch Dogs <laughs> Two. Because I'm not well, paying the, sixty dollars. Version it. isn't even out yet, is it? Or or did it come out on Friday or something? I know it it's, just it's came out, out, but it uses Denuvo. So um, oh, so it'll, it'll be take a so while. it'll be a while if ever. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. pain in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wait, allow me to steal games. God damn it. How I dare have, you? I have to wait like a whole month before I can justify it. <laughs> wait wait until uh wait until they actually it goes on sale, because you know it won't take very long. No. Is especially it since it apparent apparently didn't sell super hasn't sold super well yet, so oh. it may very well be sooner gotten, than you think. It's gotten pretty decent reviews though, I, I think. Yeah. It has actually. And like speaking as someone who actually didn't I'm like one of the only people in the world, it seems, who didn't mind the first game all that much. But uh apparently, yeah, the second one is uh, well, apparently it and like Dishonor Two and a couple of other big AAA games didn't launch as well as every as the publishers were hoping they would. So Yeah. Um Yeah, but but I think that's because as well a lot of people bought the first game and ended up feeling burned by it. Uh yeah. You know, and uh, so I, I don't know. It might turn around once good word gets out there. Who knows? I uh, yeah. I was slightly interested in it, but not, you know, amazingly interested in it. So mm. um, yeah. in order to go from actually in order to go from Portland to Ottawa, it costs five hundred seven dollars. It looks like. Man. That is oh, crazy. Oh, from United, it looks like it's a $468.64. Sheevis. Yep. Oh, um, anyway. If, uh, is anybody listening who remembers me talking about Fury? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That was the uh, overhead shooter-like game. Yeah. Uh, it was a, it's a shooter sword fighting. Uh, yeah, boss is that rush. like the all boss fights game? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm, I have that on PS4. I'm really curious to try it. Yeah, it's it's forty percent off right now on Steam, and you can get the soundtrack with it for an additional five bucks. So it's it's twenty bucks for the game and the soundtrack, and I would pay twenty dollars for the soundtrack alone. I actually bought. <laughs> I haven't played the game yet, but I actually went out and bought the soundtrack because yeah, yeah, it's it, it, it's pretty damn good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. Good. We're I thought done. we were waiting on something. It was the only reason I brought it up. But... Nope. Nope. Oh, nope. We're just done. Yeah, we're just done. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what we can do, though? You can follow Parallax Abstraction at PX Abstraction on uh, on Twitter. You can follow his media mm-hmm. at PXA Media. You can follow mm-hmm. him at PX Abstraction on YouTube and Twitch as well. He doesn't seem to live stream very much because he sucks. Yeah, well, no, it's more that OBS sucks, but uh, that's that that issue with OBS and NVIDIA cards has still not been properly sorted yet. But uh, when they get that sorted and once my girlfriend is back, which will be after next Friday and I have some more time, I do hope to do uh, some more streaming of a, a few different things on my backlog. I want to get caught up. So Right. And you can follow yeah. Aroa on Twitter at Aroa. 
You can follow him on YouTube at Aroa1337. You can follow him on Aroa, and you can follow him on Twitch at Aroa1337. I've also uh, I've been more active on Instagram lately uh, for some reason. Gay! And I post mo- pretty much everything. Get them filters, son. Gay! Uh, Sorry. Don't forget about... <laughs> Sorry. Don't forget about satanoscillate.tumblr.com. Oh, yeah, Satan Oscillate, because people aren't going to know how to fucking spell that. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> so really, it's it's a it's a somewhat commonly known palindrome. Yeah. So it's just gonna some be, of them will. It's going to be, it's, they're going to be like satin oscill- oscilloscope. Fuck. Yeah, Google, Google satin get oscilloscope. Them Actually, I'd watch that. I'd go to read that Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow me. I'm reading everywhere. Reading on Twitter. Reading on Twitch. Reading on Beam. And reading on YouTube. Just type in Reading. You'll be able to find me. You can also go to my website, ReadtonEntertainment.com. Uh, if you're listening, if you have an iPhone, you can follow me and follow Reading Podcast. And you'll get every single podcast episode downloaded straight to your iPhone, iMac, whatever you have. You can also. Uh, if you're if you're proficient enough to find podcasts on Google Play, you can look up uh, Reeton Podcast on there as well, and press the follow button. And same thing, it'll download to your Android phone, and you can listen to the podcast on your way to work or something like that. So I thank you guys for being here this week. Mm-hmm. I was here. Yeah, thank you for being here, Connor. Very very happy to have you. I was referring to you, Aroa. Oh, uh, yeah, Shadowrun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Take it easy, Bye. guys. Bye.